What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Summer is almost here, and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with a beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Wind Down with Janet Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. I got pulled over this morning. (laughs) And I was having a little bit of a morning. Okay. I was that time of the month. (laughs) Okay. You know, so like you're already like, do you get on edge? Yeah, I get on edge like a couple days before. Same. And so then I know it's coming. But then I don't like to like anyone to know that I'm then on my period <laughs> because then they'll, oh, that's why you were such a bitch three days ago. Do you know how many times in my marriage that I actually would roll up the, oh, the yeah. stuff and literally put it in a bin in my cupboard so that he wouldn't see it in the trash can yeah. so that he wouldn't blame my rational behavior? Because that's the worst. The worst. For them to be like, oh, that's why you're, I'm like, no, that's not why, because you did this is why. Granted, I might have been a little more oversensitive. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. For sure. But like that's when they call that out. Why do they do that? Because they're men. <laughs> that's a good enough reason. It's just annoying. But I don't know why I'm trying to hide it now. Like I've not nobody to hide it from. But I think it was just I was rushing. I was I wasn't supposed to have the kids I had a little change in the schedule. So I was trying to figure stuff out. Luckily, the preschool have let us back in. I got an email that the preschool will allow. <laughs> Thank goodness. So I think I'm going to bring flowers. To Did she laugh or was she like, we'll, we'll allow it? <laughs> she basically was like, 
It's fine if you want to bring him back in Tuesday, Thursdays. I was like, wonderful. Thank you so much. Have, okay, a, yeah. love, have a blessed day. <laughs> yeah, you owe him. Yeah. Some flowers. Um, some flowers, donuts, whatever. Like, I'll <laughs> yeah. figure it out. But, and then also, side note, we got to start thinking about menopause. Already? My mom went through oh, menopause yeah, she went when through she was early. 34. I wouldn't mind I'm it. I'm going to be 38. I wouldn't mind menopause. Why? Well, I don't want my period anymore. Yeah, but like d- well, yeah. there's like so many other issues that go along with it. No, that's true. I'm going to get to the when I get pulled over part, but <laughs> <laughs> the whole point was <laughs> I was just like feeling crampy and I feel like I feel like I'm pre-menopausal because my periods but or having said that I think it's just because I had kids and it's changed my period and then that vaccine changed my period. So that's just been like annoying because it's been all over the freaking place. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like hot. And I'm like, I think I'm going through menopause. So I was like texting my mom, asking her like, what were her pre-menopausal symptoms? Because I just, because my periods have just been so weird. So <laughs> I like get into my car, had to change around the schedule to get the kids. And I'm on my phone texting my mom about menopause. And I'm like, then I'm like, I'm old and I'm washed up. And then I see this cop right in front of me and I don't even stop. Like there was a stop sign and I just like rolled right through it. I'm on my phone. And, and, but it was like, I saw him after I rolled through it. You know, it was like one of those where it's like, you I thought I saw him. You just rolled. No, no. I like went right through it. Okay. I'm just trying to help you out. Yeah. Because I was talking about menopause to my mom because I was like massively on my period and freaking out and it was weird. And so then he started following me and I was like, I might as well just put my blinker on and just. <laughs> I'm guilty. Just I'm just I, like literally. And I pretty much did. Like at the same, I saw that there was a subdivision coming up. So I was like, he's going to pull me over. I feel it. Like he's right on my tail. He's mm-hmm. looking up my license plate right now. See if I'm a felon. <laughs> a felon. <laughs> And then in my head, this is, I'm like, what do I do? Do I play the menopause card? I just want to <laughs> menopause. And I just like, I'm only 38 years old. That actually would have been a really good idea. <laughs> or I'm bleeding and I don't know. Or um, So this all went through my head. And then I was like, well, I don't even know where my registration card is. Or like. Oh, that's the worst. I have no idea. Like all, and I'm like, well, I don't have Kramer on my thing. And it's like, what is it going to show up Kramer on there? Because my like license. Anyways. So then. About the same time I put my blinker on, the lights go on. And I'm like, oh, they're of effer. So I pull into this neighborhood, premenopausal and just bleeding, <laughs> just defeated. <laughs> I rolled on my window and I was like, I know. I was on my phone and I, I rolled through it. You can just give me a ticket. <laughs> and he kind of like laughed. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, and normally, and I was, I was texting a friend and I was like, I just got pulled over. And he was like, are you uh apologizing profusely and just being so nice. And I was like, actually, no, I was like, I did it. <laughs> Arrest me, officer. <laughs> like, just handcuff me. Arrest me. Take me to jail. Take me to jail. Give me the ticket. I wouldn't have to deal with the rest <laughs> of the stuff I got to deal with. Just take me to jail. <laughs> Sometimes I do think that might be kind of nice. <laughs> Tell them to pick up my kids. <laughs> figure it out. You know what? You figure out my life for me. It's fine. But can I have a tampon, please? <laughs> Or it's not going to be pretty in jail. <laughs> but he kind of like laughed at me because I don't think he was expecting me to just be like, yeah, no, I know. I was totally on my phone and I, I went through the thing and you can give me a ticket. It's fine. I don't know where my registration is. Give me a second. <laughs> and he kind of laughed and he kind of chuckled. And he was, he was like an older, I don't know, he's probably like in his 50s. 
He probably has a menopausal wife. <laughs> probably. <laughs> he recognized the signs. He's like, I'm going to let this one go. He totally did. He can see like the sweat beating. I was like, I'm having a hot flash. Sir, please just let me go. <laughs> He's terrified. So he came back and he was like, and I go, I know, put the phone down and stop. And he goes, pretty much. I go, you're awesome, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And then I called you because you were texting me. So do your symptoms fall in line with premenopause? Changes in period. Me. Yeah. My mom, yeah, well, she was 34 and she went to the doctors because she thought she was having another baby. Oh, my God. But like, how, do, how, how would I date premenopausal? <laughs> premenopause or postmenopause? I mean, all the above. Like, I mean, people can you imagine being like, hi, I'm in menopause. What I'm super th- sexy. <laughs> Don't start there. I don't think it would be any different. No, I just heard that like like menopause scares me, and like the fact that we even are getting onto that oh yeah level, like it's usually like fifty though, right? Do you know what my doctor asked me the other day? Oh no, we were talking about like mammograms and colon stuff, clot, whatever, yeah. the, and I'm like, he's what? like, we gotta start thinking about that. He's like, but that's like in your fifties, and I was like, oh my god, that's like twelve years away. Well, you started mammograms at forty. I know I mean, that's I like do mine, two years but, away. Yeah. Oh, because you're... I just start, I just did my first one. Did they smash your boobie? Yeah. What if my implant good. pops? <laughs> Can it pop? No. Oh. It won't pop. But I mean, it might feel like it's gonna... Stop. Yeah. That's fine. I love doing it. Why? I, I am like, give me all the preventative crap. Like, test me for everything. I want tests for everything. And they won't do it. Probably because of like radiation? Well, yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> I know. I don't know. You're like, I don't want cancer. So radiate me to <laughs> like show me that I don't and then give me. Fair. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I've always just like, wasn't your mom kind of, I mean, I, I don't know. There's I don't just, remember with my mom going through. I'm just going to say, I need to start doing research. I mean, I think I the hot out. flashes and stuff like that. And then obviously like, I mean, yes, there's a lot of negatives to it, but. Honestly, though, a hot flash sounds great. I'm always freezing. <laughs> Yes, we can turn the air down in your house. Is it really that bad? I mean, it's okay right now, but it's usually about 75 and it's roasting. I like a warm house. What can I say? Warm heart. Warm house. Warm heart. Mm. Mm. I don't think that worked. <laughs> no? You know, it was cute. Yeah. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was that. That was my morning. And um really excited to get Jace back into school. That's going to be good. He's... um. What age do you think you should bring a kid to therapy? Ooh, that's a good question. I could see myself putting my 12-year-old in therapy. I think it depends. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on trauma. I think it depends. He seems a little – I know he's having a hard time. Mm -hmm. That seems a little – I feel like at this age it would just be someone – I don't know how how that would work at this age. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's transition and what's divorce with him so hard with his age yeah the only time i ever get angry at my ex now is when the kid screams for him was jace when jace screams for him because i'm like i didn't want like look he's upset Um, like that breaks my heart because like you know my kids are like like triggers it life yeah Yeah. so i'm like oh god i hate you for doing this um that was not nice to say though um i mean i think it's only human and i think he would understand that um, but I also think that as he gets older, I mean, he's still young. He's not going to keep screaming for his dad. I wouldn't think as he gets older. 
you know what worries me too is other kids. Like, what if I start hanging out with someone that has kids? That'll be interesting. Because like the kids would be attached. It's like, when do you introduce the kids to the kids? That is like a big, yeah. I I would wait a while. Because like, I mean, of course I would get attached to the kids, but like my kids would get attached to the kids. And I saw like my brother's divorce mm-hmm. play out secondhand with that because it's like they were all, and then it's just, then they don't see the kids anymore. It's like, well, how unfair is that for the kids? I think unless you're able to be like, absolute adults about it and allow them to still have a relationship. Mm. And I, I feel like I know somebody in that situation um, where they just, you know, they were like brothers and sisters for a while. So you kind of have to allow them to still have that relationship if you introduce it. If they want it, right? If they want yeah, it, of course. Sure. I would never force it, but if it's something they wanted, because mm-hmm. you're ripping something from them, you know? I... You know what I started thinking the other day too is I'm the holidays. I started working on the calendar because I'm in charge of doing our like co-parenting calendar. And it's just, I'm like, I don't know, you know, things change weekly, (laughs) daily. Yes. With my life. And I'm like, I just, I hope that I'm not, if I, please help me not be sad. Like I can't even talk about it. During the holidays. Yeah. Yeah, It'll be hard for you. (sighs) Yeah. 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 It'll be hard. Can't even think about it. Okay, yeah. next topic. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's give that one some time. Next topic. Um, what's funny right now in the world? <laughs> what's funny? Oh, see, every oh, time yeah. I talk about my kids, I just get upset. I know. That's um, me in therapy. What? Oh, speaking of therapy. Oh, yeah. Can I say what the other day? <laughs> Please. That was hilarious. Which, But I just want to say, though, I need you to affirm yourself that you are making that choice for yourself. No, oh. not anybody else. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, if I'm going to be honest, I think this podcast has had a lot to do with it. <gasps> Talking to Cal the other day, a couple weeks ago, like that yes. was, that was good. Um, and obviously you're always helpful with that. But yes, I mean, well, here's I've the seen thing it. with me. It's like, I'm like, yes, I, but I can only push you so far. I yeah, can only you don't say push. It. You no. just like help I'm with, like, well, you're very helpful. helpful with, yeah. Um, which I've seen a therapist before years ago. It's just been a long time. So I decided that I was going to call a therapist and sit down, you know, whatever. Um, so I asked Jana for hers, which we had talked to her on the podcast before. Um, Amy Alexander over at uh, Refuge Center in Nashville or Franklin. They're incredible. Yes. So loved her, loved talking to her that day. So I was like, I'll reach out to Amy. So I <laughs> I email Amy and I'm like, new client. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, it's Catherine, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, would love if you have time to sit down with you, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, um, do you have time today for a quick five minute call? And I was like, she's not going to take me. Like, what do I need to say to make sure that she takes me, Jana, blah, blah, blah. So she calls me and she's like, what would you say your main concern is? And then I go into like, well, you know, whatever, my main concern. Um, and then she's like, okay. Would you like to share your main concern or no? Sure. I mean, okay. I'm like, of course, this is a five-minute phone call. And I'm like, well, let's see. Like, been married for 14 years. We have our ups and downs. And then like, I've got family trauma and blah, blah, blah. So I go through like the uh-huh. whole – and trying to figure out when I'm unhappy in our marriage – like why I'm unhappy, Mm -hmm. not just like what he's doing wrong or, you know, I'm very aware that 
it a lot of times is me and me being unhappy and just kind of trying to figure me out more, I guess. And then obviously going back to the childhood traumas and stuff like that. So I go into like the whole spiel and clearly I figure out that's like really not what she wanted. <laughs> and she's like, okay. She's like, well, and she's like beating around the bush a little bit, but you know, she was like, usually I don't see like family members or good friends of other clients. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not coming to talk about Jana. She's great. <laughs> She's like, okay, as long as that's not part of your concern. I was like, no. <laughs> that was pretty funny. I love it. She was just like, you can't come in here and like, be yeah. like Jana. She's just like the worst boss yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, that. and so then I told Jana, I was like, you're going to know. <laughs> When I go get another therapist, it's because I'm not happy with you. <laughs> oh my God, that would be the worst. I'm like, why aren't so you funny. seeing Amy anymore? Oh, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, 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 wait. But I mean, vice versa. You can't talk about me either. But I talk about you all the time, but not in a way of like negative. I'll just be like, oh, Catherine brought this up to me and she made a really good point. Right, right. Or like Catherine noticed this in me. And because it's like those again, like you are the one that kind of um, sees me. You see me every day. So right. you're the ones that you hold you, Pam, especially hold me accountable. So when you say something to me, then I like usually write it down and then bring that to therapy and right. be like, hey, they brought this up. Like, why do I do that? Right. Or like, how how come? Or Which I'm sure I'll do that, too. Because yes. you point out all my, you know. Yeah. So I'll be <laughs> like, I know we're not supposed to talk about each other, but. No, no. It's just that we just can't like say right. like. Like you can't be my problem. I like, can't yeah. be your main problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. That would suck. Uh, I feel like we're good, though. Right? Yeah. Everything's great. Everything's fine? Everything is fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I'm really really proud of you. Cause I think Thank it's, you. I think if I can speak openly, I, I feel like you, um, I, f I make up that you think there has to be an issue wrong with the marriage, like Nick cheats or he drinks or he is and for, for why, like you might be unhappy. A hundred percent. And it's like, there, there doesn't need to be an, a, a, a reason. It's just, but figuring out why you're unhappy is, you know, yeah. the goal, I guess. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think it all goes back to, you know, my parents getting divorced and my mom leaving and there not being a real reason, but also the mom leaving. So I have this whole, and I've always told him, I've told him from the very beginning of our marriage, like I will never stay in a marriage just for the kids because uh -huh. my parents tried to, like my mom yeah. tried to stay till I was 18, but she ended up leaving at 16. And I was like, if you're unhappy, you should have left a long time ago. Yeah. But I think that trauma is like, I don't want to be not that we're getting divorced, but like, I don't want to be the one to leave. Sure. Or unless I have a reason, I guess. Well, yeah, and fortunately, you have said to me a lot, like, I mean, like, it's not like Mike, like he didn't, yeah. Nick, didn't Nick didn't cheat. I'm like, Catherine, he doesn't have to cheat right. for you to be unhappy. Like right. there's things and like, again, you guys have been married for so long and I'm so proud that like you're going to figure out like, because it might have nothing to do. Like, it might be little things mm -hmm. that like y'all can figure out together, but also 14 years is a long time. Like, you know, those we've had people on and you, you just might have missed that one season of growing back together, mm -hmm. you know? Well, and Pastor Cal had said something that was so helpful because it was like, you know, a lot of the time it's not necessarily like it's something going on in you. Yeah. And that's what kind of prompted it. Like, I feel that way. Like, mm -hmm. I don't feel like, I mean, Nick's a great guy, you know? I mean, it's not like, but is it, you know, I, I find myself in these moments when I'm upset with him or I'm mad. I'm just like, I feel like this is more just my feeling. I don't, I don't really honestly feel like there's really something specific he's doing mm -hmm. that it's more me. So I just have to kind of. Is that where the emotion comes from then when you 
going to therapy? Is that where the emotion goes? Like when you, because when you, because I, you rarely cry. Oh, I do in therapy. Right. So yeah. that's, that's where I'm like, what's yeah. the like, oh, it's either talking about my kids. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean, if I talk, if I go in therapy and I talk about like how it's going to affect my kids, mm-hmm. I mean, that makes me cry every time. Um, or when I do get, because I can be vulnerable, I do not like to be vulnerable, but I Why can be vulnerable. I just don't think I was taught to. Got I it. think I grew up in a family where you don't talk about feelings, you don't show affection, you don't. So I don't know how to do that in mm-hmm. like a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And just literally was not shown how to do that. So I just automatically put up a wall. If something happens, wall goes up, you know. Um, but in therapy, I can be vulnerable. I can talk about it. So that's usually where the emotion will come to because I'm addressing the things in me that are not like I could be like, well, I know I did this and this was wrong in our marriage and that will make me upset, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And you've sp- suppressed these feelings for probably years and years. So it's like, it's all just like bottled yeah, up. Yeah, I don't like to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Or if we start to talk about whatever it is, then I'll usually just, it'll just like be a blow up because I don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. He's better at talking about things than I am for sure. Well, yeah. But I'm so proud of you. Thanks. Appreciate that. I'm really proud. Um, all right. Well, on that note, we have Mel Robbins coming on, who is an incredible emotional um speaker, motivational speaker. <laughs> emotional. <laughs> she is very emotional. Uh no, incredible motivational speaker. She's um we had her on last January. It was last January? Last January. No, yeah. Mom January? Mom Momuary. So the one before that, probably. Before that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Put that Oof. all together now. Wow. Damn. <sighs> yep. So going to have her on. And um, I do you remember her 54321? Remember she was 54321, get up and do. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I've used that in since yeah. the divorce because there were so many times where I would just like lay there staring at a wall. And I'm like, okay, I no joke have to count myself down to get up. And it's fascinating how it does work. So mm. I'm going to bring that up to yeah. her again and um, take a I'm break excited. and have her on. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. 
Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. What up, everybody? Hi. How are you? I miss you. <laughs> oh, well, it's so nice to see you. Boy, you've had a hell of a year. <laughs> or two. I love it. Girlfriend. We can actually talk about it now, right? We can. And you know what's so crazy is I referenced that the momuary back in last January. And I obviously couldn't tell people at the time what was going on last January. Um, mm-hmm. And I honestly didn't even know the full extent of it until uh, a few months ago. But um, I just remember, I always remembered your words. I always remembered what you said. And it was just, I, I have such a, and since that day and since that podcast with you, I've just had such a connection to you and your words because you're just so right. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, I don't want to be right. Honestly, I, I feel like um, having talked to so many people, mm-hmm. reaching so many people and also studying and, and, digging so deep into the research around human behavior and habits and all this stuff. And also having like kind of screwed up my own life. Mm -hmm. I've been on both the receiving end of a heartbreak 
and I've been on the delivering end of it and struggling with uh, childhood trauma and really only fully starting to understand it. There are just patterns of behavior. There are patterns of thinking that trip us all up. And, you know, the one thing that I want you to know is that you are really, really well known. But I think in in it's important for you to also understand, I didn't even know what was going on in your life recently mm. until we sat down to, um, you know, do this interview. And I and I basically was like, well, let me see what's been going on since I talked to her last time. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so I want you to know that it can feel like the whole world knows everything that's happening. Mm. And don't allow yourself to magnify this because I want you to know your friend Mel Robbins didn't have a clue about any of the details of anything. Mm-hmm. And so I think understanding that not everybody knows and that life will go on mm-hmm. and don't magnify uh, the stuff that's happening in your life to something bigger than it is because the stuff that you're going through, so many people go through and most people aren't even paying attention. And so I don't want you to feel self-conscious. I actually think that your story and the things that you're going through and your willingness to talk about what you will or what you won't, um, it helps everybody. Well, I mean, thank you for saying that. And I think I I think I struggled with um because you are such like the comeback, like you're the comeback relationship, you're the comeback, you know, and like all of that, like, you know, your marriage was about to fall apart, you were depressed. And so I looked at you and, and I understood the words that you were saying a year and a half ago, but at the same time, I'm like, well, if, if that, if they can change, then we can. Well, what exactly did I say to you? So let's go there. Um, when you, you mentioned something about repeated patterns or something to be, to take notice of. Yeah. Like, don't listen to what somebody says. Watch what they do. Yeah. And to and continue patterns, to see the yes. pattern, to continue to repeat. It's kind of like the, you basically said he's not going to not cheat. Yes. Correct. Yeah. And you were right. <laughs> like, you you know, it's in, and it was and I think that was so hard because I wanted to look at other people's lives that have made it work. And been like, well, maybe this, the, maybe now they'll eventually change. Maybe now we can actually do what we say we're doing. Well, I want to ask you a question. Sure. When did you know that he was going to cheat again? Because my suspicion is that your issue is that you're not listening to yourself. And if you look back on the patterns in your life, and I don't even know the patterns in your life, Mm -hmm. but if you look back on the patterns in your own life, I guarantee you what you will see when you're taking a very hard and honest look is a pattern of behavior where you know what is true and you betray yourself for the sake of somebody else. And it is probably a pattern that has been going on since you were a little girl. And the reason why I say this is because in my own life, the biggest heartbreaks, the biggest punches in the face, the most horrible things that I've ever had to go through. When I really stop and I take a look at myself, I realize, holy 
This is a pattern that has been present in my life, typically due to trauma from childhood that life has been trying to wake me up to. And it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until life hands me a sledgehammer and I finally wake up and pay attention. Mm -hmm. So for example, I'm going to share a story. Um, so I, um, you know, I think, I can't remember if we talked about this when I was, uh, when I had a conversation with you last time, but we, I shared, a, you know, I, this story is, is public. When I was in the fourth grade, I was molested mm -hmm. and we were on a, uh, ski vacation with a bunch of other families and all the kids were in a bunk room. And I woke up as a fourth grader in the middle of the night, I was dead asleep. I woke up and there was an older kid on top of me. Oh and the fact is, in terms of the span of things that can happen in somebody's life in terms of sexual abuse, this was really mild. It was a one off. It was not scary. It was confusing. Mm -hmm. And I literally disassociated in the moment as this kid was on top of me. And I don't even know how it ended. I just woke up the next morning and I felt that something was wrong. And I felt that I had done something wrong. And then I walked downstairs and my mom is there cooking breakfast with the other moms. And she turns and just says, hi, honey, how'd you sleep? And I immediately wanted to tell her. Mm. But there was this kid right at the corner of my eye. Now, my mom's amazing. My mom grew up on a cattle farm. She would have taken that spatula and knocked that kid into next week. <laughs> like there was no question how my mother was going to respond to this. I could not predict how he was going to. Mm. And so in that moment, I betrayed myself and I did not tell the truth and I did it in order to keep the peace. And what's interesting, and look, here's the thing about human beings. We are unbelievably designed. There's so much intelligence in our DNA and our body and our soul and our mind and our spirit. And all of it is amazing. There is one profound fundamental flaw in human design. And that is when you're a little kid and something happens to you, you do not have the life experience. Most of us don't have the support system and you do not have the internal wiring to go, well, this is screwed up. That kid probably did that because somebody's doing it to him. These adults should be arrested like no kid does that. We all go, there's something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And we stop listening and we silence that wisdom and that intuition. And then for the rest of your life, you're like what happens in order to heal. You can take a look at where are the patterns that developed in your life where you were just trying to survive the stuff that happened to you as a kid. You're just doing the best that you could. And for me, the pattern that I can now see is that I was always drawn toward really big personalities, really unpredictable people because they felt fun and sexy and amazing. And then when I would get close to that person that has a big personality, I would realize, oh, my God, like this person's dangerous. They're a narcissist or they are unpredictable or they're this or they're that. And then just like I was in the fourth grade. Worried about somebody's reaction. Mm -hmm. I would go right into that trauma pattern mm -hmm. of staying silent. I would know that I needed to not be a friend with this person or doing a business with this person, you know, in terms of conducting business that I shouldn't be, you know, having this person in my life in whatever capacity, like it's over and oh, like the pattern is as clear as day. Mm -hmm. I'm drawn to a certain type of personality because it 
matches an old pattern. Mm -hmm. And then I go right into the coping mechanism of allowing stuff to happen and staying silent about it. And then I'm the one that gets hurt. Mm -hmm. And so the breakthrough for me is in seeing that it's connected to trauma, doing the work to heal my nervous system so I don't get triggered and being very mindful about the kinds of situations and the people that I'm around. And so I believe if you are being honest with yourself, there was a moment where you knew in your heart, this, this guy's going to cheat again. And I know it, mm -hmm. but for the sake of keeping the peace or being the good one or staying silent or whatever, you didn't listen to it. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, you're, 1000% right. And it, when you said that, I started to just get like, you know, um, kind of a heavy chest and emotion, emotional, just because, yeah, I mean, if I if I really, really, truly were being, you know, being honest, I mean, yeah, I, I, I probably I always knew he'd cheat. Yeah, I just never wanted to believe that. Yes. But you know, seeing the repeated patterns. And even when I spoke to you during that momuary, I mean, knowing now what I know what was actually going on then, um, I, I knew like I, there was that piece of me that, that knew just like my best friend, Catherine was like, I always knew. And I, you know, I had, and, but also what's sad too, is kind of what you were saying from my childhood, from traumas and stuff. It's I've always picked the abuser. And so there was something that happened when we first started dating that I've, don't think I'll ever actually share, but, um, in, in, in that moment, I was like, it was that sign. Like I ha have to leave this, but yeah. you, I then that was, that was, that was, that was the moment that I betrayed myself was because I didn't want to see his reaction or know yeah. what his reaction would be. So I allowed it to happen for the rest of our marriage. Well, so here's the thing I want you to understand. So first things first, um, especially as somebody that was a trained crisis intervention counselor, mm -hmm. and I volunteered on a domestic violence hotline for four years and being somebody that was a public defender from legal aid, I want to make sure that you don't ever hear this as you're to blame for anything. What I want you to understand is that inside every breakdown of your life, inside every heartbreak, every trauma, every horrendous thing that you've ever survived, if you look closely, you will find the keys that will unlock the cage that you've been trapped in. Mm -hmm. And I believe the cage that you're probably trapped in, and I'm just going to throw things at you and they're either going to feel like, oh, that rings true or not. Almost like if we were shopping, I would throw a, hey, try this. I know you don't like sure. this color, but just try it on. Mm -hmm. um, and you're the one who has to see if it fits. You're the one who has to unpack it with your therapist. But I think it's really important for you to take this incredible thing that's happened in your life and see it as a dot on the map of your life. Like everything that's ever happened to you has led you to this moment. And this moment is going to lead you just like a dot, another dot on the map of your life mm -hmm. to somewhere extraordinary. If you take the time to unpack the lesson that's meant for you in this mm -hmm. and what's meant for you in this is not to blame yourself. It's not to excuse the behavior that you endured from somebody else. It's to understand what happened to you that made you equate this kind of treatment with love. 
And so it probably started with something you witnessed in childhood or experienced mm-hmm. in the home that you were growing up with. You don't have to talk about it. But what I want you to realize is somewhere along the line in your, your baby or your toddler or your young brain, the experience of being loved got fused with being treated poorly. Mm-hmm. And so what you need to do, in addition to healing your nervous system, which we can talk about, we can talk about high-fiving your heart, which I definitely want you to start doing. Yes, we need to talk about that. Yep. And in addition to high-fiving yourself in the mirror, which is so deep and which you need, because what you've been doing and what all of us do in various ways in our lives is we look outside of ourselves for love and validation. Mm -hmm. And the best way to heal yourself is to start working on and building an incredible partnership with yourself Mm -hmm. to learn how to love yourself, accept yourself, forgive yourself for exactly where you are right now and exactly where you're not. Mm -hmm. Because the relationship you have with yourself is the foundation of every relationship that you have in life. Mm -hmm. So if you are insecure with yourself, you will be insecure in other relationships. If you don't truly love yourself and treat yourself with love, you will not even be able to accept that somebody else truly loves you. Yeah. And so we need to, and you have a huge opportunity to go, okay, I get it. I get it. I need to truly empower myself and listen to all of those instincts and the wisdom that comes up, because the fact is I knew I just didn't listen to myself. That's all that happened. I was too scared to listen to myself and I'm not even going to blame myself for that. I'm, I, I'm just going to learn the lesson and I'm going to forgive myself Mm -hmm. for not listening to myself. And then I'm going to practice rebuilding a connection and a trust with myself. And you can do it. Mm -hmm. You can. Yeah. It's actually really awesome. No, I mean, it's definitely been a fun to to do that because I think I have not listened to my gut for so many years in my life. And that's just been the like the biggest, like you said, betrayal. But I also it's, you know, obviously working through some trauma pieces in childhood and early relationships with like EMDR with my therapist. And it's been it's been really good. But, yeah, finding that worthiness that I am OK, I don't need a validation from a man. I don't need um that I'm okay alone. Like all those things have been a true um, blessing that has come out of this marriage, like the the divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm still working on it. Like it's, it's still, I still have moments of, um, of self-doubt and the voices and all those things. Oh my God. Of course. Who does it for crying yeah. out loud? It will be a lifelong journey and because it, what you're talking about is repairing your nervous system from past trauma. Right. And when your nervous system is hardwired to react, it reacts before your brain does. And one of the things that I write about in this new book that I want you to start practicing is this high five to your heart. And we can get into this because I think that when I unpack everything for you, you're going to have a moment where you go, oh my God, like this is it. This Mm -hmm. is foundational. Mm-hmm. what Mel's talking about. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? 
Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job, not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit ExpressPros.com today. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow. I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Before we get into the high five thing, I just want to say one thing that I, the last, and I was telling Catherine this um, before you came on the last um, four or five months 
post-divorce, I have used 54321 almost daily. Because when I get into those moments where I'm literally just staring at a wall or I'm depressed or I'm missing my kids and because they're other dads or mm. um, or where I just don't even want to get up, I have used 54321 and it it's been incredible how much it actually works and just it gets you up. And I'm like, okay. And I just thank you for that because we I know we talked about that and you guys can listen to the podcast where, you know, she she goes into the 54321, but it's incredible change of mindset that is so helpful when you are just at your lowest. So I appreciate you for that. Well, thank you for that. And thank you for using it. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell you something really exciting. So the five second rule, I mean, it's extraordinary. Yeah. It's it's so dumb. It's so simple. It's so easy. Right. It works. It's like yeah. weird. Um, the science behind it's crazy. And, um, you know, we know millions of people's lives who have changed, including mm -hmm. 111 people who've stopped themselves from attempting suicide mm -hmm. by counting backwards, five, four, three, two, one, and asking for help. And it is a tool that will push you to interrupt thoughts that are torturing you. It's a tool mm -hmm. that will push you to take action, push you to do the work to uh, change your life. It's, in, it's extraordinary as a tool that way. Yeah. But I need, I need some more tools though. So I want to hear, I want to know. I'm going to tell you this. something. Okay. Even knowing all of that, I cannot wait for you to truly understand and learn the high five habit because I think it is even more profound. It works even more deeply. Mm. And there is no mistake in why we're talking today mm. because it is exactly what you need. And so let me tell you the story of how this got created. Because again, you know, like my brand of personal development is screw up my own life, <laughs> find myself in a hole, where's the <laughs> ladder? Like, like, how do I get out of this? You and me both, girlfriend. Like, this is like, <laughs> yes, yes. You, I'm like, can I, can I just please be like somebody who reads this stuff in a book and applies it? Why do I have to fuck up my life? Like, I don't understand why I have to make things so right. difficult. We thank you for so, doing that. Yeah. So this oh, was yeah, not sure. like a situation where I'm like, okay, it's been five years since I have had a book out. Guess I need to write a book about five. You know, like, that's not what happened. Like I literally find myself and this is not a pandemic book, but here's what happens in my in my life. So I I find myself we all have a, 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 a quarantine story, right? Yeah, we all know the moment that your life imploded because of COVID. And you're like, OK, this is actually a thing. And my whole life just changed. And for me, when was it that when was it that you knew, uh oh, like, COVID is for real. And my whole life just changed. When I got sent home from the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Production shut down. And I was like, well, here we are. Like, we're, we're, we're all really locked down. <laughs> Nanny went away. Never got one back. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. Like whether it was a email from work that no one's going to the office or you can't visit your grandparents. Uh, you know, for me, it was very similar to yours. We were filming my daytime talk show. Somebody walks in the studio at CBS Broadcast Center and says, COVID is in the building. You need to evacuate immediately. And like that, show canceled. I'm fired from my dream job. Don't get to say goodbye to the 130 people I've been working with for a year. I'm driving home. Next thing you know, my daughter's calling from Spain where she's studying abroad during college. Oh, my God, they're closing the borders. How am I going to get out of here? And then my daughter calls from USC where she's a music student. <gasps> oh, my mom, they're shutting the door. What's And all next thing you know, the next three weeks are a blur. I'm in my pajamas for three weeks straight. I'm drinking Bloody Marys at 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, I just have no idea what's happening Every speech is canceled. A book contract gets canceled. I'm fired from it. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? 
How did I get here? After working this hard, I have to reinvent myself again? <laughs> Haven't we been through this? Come on, God. Like, I'm literally so angry. And I'm also beaten down like everybody else. Like, I'm worried about the people that work for me. I'm worried about making payroll. I'm worried about my parents. I'm worried about frontline workers. I'm worried about my kids who are anxiety stricken and angry and full of grief and college is imploded and just the world is upside down. And, and I know everybody can relate to this. So I wake up one morning and I just feel the weight of the world on my shoulders. Mm. I am overwhelmed by the amount I have to do, by the problems that I'm facing, by the stress that I feel, by the loneliness that I feel. I use the five second rule, five, four, three, two, one, even 13 years later, I don't like getting out of bed. And I still use it every morning. And it's important for everybody to know that because I know we all hear that, you know, if you practice something 21 days in a row, it's a habit. Well, that's true if you like it. If you don't like what you have to do, you got to keep on pushing yourself. And so five, four, three, two, one, I push myself out of bed. I always make my bed on that morning. I made the bed so I wouldn't crawl back into it. Mm -hmm. I drag myself to the bathroom and there I am standing in my underwear. And I feel exhausted. And I'm brushing my teeth. And all of a sudden, I catch a glimpse of my reflection in the mirror. And I think, oh, my God. You look like hell. And the woman I saw in the mirror had dark circles under her eyes and a saggy neck and one boobs hanging lower than the other. And gray hair is coming in. She looked tired, overwhelmed, beaten down. I actually felt sad for her. Mm -hmm. And I started picking her apart. And then, of course, once you start thinking a negative thought, your thoughts just spiral even lower. I start like beating myself up. Why did I get up so late? I've got a Zoom call in eight minutes. How am I going to pull myself together? I see the dog at my feet. I haven't even walked the damn dog yet. And here's the interesting thing. If you had walked into the bathroom at that moment, I could have pivoted on a dime. I would have been like, honey, oh, come on. I know this isn't fair. I know this sucks. I know you don't deserve it. But if anybody can handle it, it's you. I would have picked you up. I would have sent you on your way. But standing there with myself, I couldn't think of a damn thing to say. And you know what? I probably wouldn't have believed it anyway. That's how beaten down I felt. And I don't know what came over me, but I literally raised my hand as cheesy as it sounds. And I high fived the woman I saw in the mirror because I knew she needed it. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. It's not like lightning stroke. And I suddenly oh, like changed my life. That's not what happened. But something shifted. Like my, I felt my shoulders drop. I felt my chin lift. I laughed because it's so dumb. Like I'm standing there in my underwear with a dog. I don't even have a bra on and I'm high-fiving. Like how pathetic is this? But I laugh and all of a sudden I just feel a little better and I go on with my day. Now it was the second morning that something really clicked for me. I woke up, same overwhelm, same problems. I use the five second rule, five, four, three, two, one. I get out of bed. I make my bed. I start walking to the bathroom and as I'm about to round the corner and step into the bathroom, I feel something I have never, ever felt before. 
And this is what I felt. You know how when you go and you're going to meet a friend for a cup of coffee, somebody you really like, and you're about to walk into the coffee shop to see this person you really like, what is it that you feel? Happy to see a friend. To see see a friend. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, hey, friend. Yeah. You're excited. Mm -hmm. Looking forward to it. I felt that way Mm. about the idea of seeing myself. Mm -hmm. You're being a friend to yourself. Yeah. I'm going to be 53 years old this year. I have never felt that before in my entire life. Mm. I have looked forward to seeing my outfit or seeing my hairstyle or how the new eyeshadow looks. I have never experienced the feeling of looking forward to seeing the human being, Mel Robbins. Do you think it's because we always carry our shame or we carry our past and we're like, oh, we're not worthy enough. We're not good enough. We're not like it's all the negative voices that we've put on us that like, well, why would I want to be me friend? Catherine wants to be my friend, but I don't want to be my friend. Yeah. Why? I think it goes (laughs) so deep. I think it is so deep. I think we have a habit that we don't realize. Everybody talks about morning routines. Well, you have one. You stand in front of yourself and you either ignore yourself Mm. or you beat the out of yourself. That's your habit. That's your relationship with yourself. Mm. That's what everybody on the planet does. And so as I walked into the bathroom that morning, this whole idea of the high five felt a little bit more profound. And so I finished brushing my teeth and I, and I want, you know, when you practice this, do it right after you brush your teeth, because based on the research, when you stack a habit with some, a new habit with something you're already doing, It's way easier for your brain to remember it, to encode it in your neural pathways and to make it something you always do. And so I put the toothbrush down and I take a minute and I'm just staring at myself and I'm not even seeing my face or my body. I'm just seeing the human being, the woman that is reflected back in the mirror. And it's a very intimate moment. And what I've found in researching now this book is how startling it is, how many people don't even and can't even look at themselves. Hmm. And so I thought to myself, and this is the first thing that you're going to do when you practice this, is look at the human being that's staring back at you, because that's the person you go through life with. There's only one human being you spend your whole life with, and they're with you every morning in the mirror. And they need you. They need your support. They need your encouragement. They need you to cheer for them. They need to be seen. They need to be felt. They need to be heard. And you have spent almost your whole life ignoring them. And so I want you to think for just a second, what does the woman in the mirror need from me today? How do I need to show up for her? And it's an interesting way to set an intention because normally as you think about the day ahead, you're thinking about all the things you need to do, which are typically for everybody else. Mm -hmm. I want you to take an intentional moment of reflection with you. And research from Harvard shows that simply reflecting on how you're going to show up today for less than a minute, it changes your level of focus and productivity, and it changes how you show up and your ability to impact people around you, including yourself. So ask yourself, how can you show up for the person that you see in the mirror today? And then secondly, ask yourself, what game are we going to play today? Like what matters to me Mm -hmm. that I can make a little progress on? And then once you kind of think about that, just raise your hand and seal it with a high five. 
Now, here's the interesting thing about this. The science on this is crazy. Absolutely like you cannot believe how incredible of an idea this is, because I'm about to prove to you that you don't have to do anything other than raise your hand and high five yourself. You don't have to think anything, say anything. You don't have to do anything. Your entire nervous system, your heart and your brain are already programmed to receive this new like programming I'm going to give you. It's mm -hmm. incredible. So here's what's going to, here's what's going to happen. First of all, when you first do this tomorrow morning, you got to give me five days of doing this in a row. You cannot do this for one day and then roll your eyes. I'm going to be with you. So, cause we're going away. Yeah. So we're like, I'm going to, I want to watch you in the mirror do it too. Okay. You got to do this five days in a row <laughs> because number one, it's going to feel weird. Mm -hmm. And let me explain to you based on using neuroscience, why it will feel weird. Your brain is not wired to do new things. Your brain loves patterns. This is why you and I were talking about patterns last time. And so I write, I'm a right-hander. I don't even think when I'm writing with my right hand because it's already a pattern. I could write with my left hand, but how would it feel? Weird, because I've never done it before. Mm -hmm. But if I kept writing with my right hand, let's say I lost my arm in an accident, I could learn how to write with my left hand and over time by repeating it, it would become second nature and wouldn't feel weird. So the high five is going to feel weird in your body because you've never done it before. And in fact, you're breaking a habit that's the opposite of high-fiving yourself. You are literally breaking the habit of criticizing yourself. So the cool thing is that when you go to raise your hand and high-five your own reflection, your brain will kick into a subconscious mode. So let's talk about a high five. When you give somebody a high five, when you're like high fiving your kids or a friend high fives you, what is a high five? The gesture alone communicate to you. Good job. You're awesome. You do that to me every time. I know all the time. I high five I you all the time. Yeah. So what? So when she high fives you, what does it feel? I high five you before she came on. I know. That's so you crazy. do. I know. It's like I don't know. It feels very validating. Feels very like yeah. You know, feels good. Yeah. It's I believe in you. I yeah. see you. Keep going. I love you. If somebody's going down and her attitude or energy is low and you high five, somebody's like, shake it off. Come on. We got mm -hmm. this. It's celebratory. It's empowering. It's, it's positive. Mm -hmm. It is supportive. It's validating. You said the word, it validates your mm -hmm. most foundational needs of being seen, of being loved, of being celebrated. It feels so good. All of that positive programming associated with a high five that you've given to other people, it's already in your brain. So when you raise your hand to your own reflection, your brain recognizes the gesturing and you cannot think, I suck. I screwed up my marriage. Uh, my kids are ruined. You can't even think it because your brain won't allow it because forever it has associated that positive stuff with the gesture. So the more you do it, you silence the stuff you say to yourself and you override it and program in all the positive stuff associated with a high five with the person in the mirror. And that's not all. You get a boost in your mood. Now, Dr. Daniel Amen, who is the world's leading expert on the brain, I, I, I talked to him for two hours about the high five habit. He went bananas. He's like, Mel, Mel, do you know why you get a boost in your mood? I said, no. He said, well, because when somebody high fives you in life, you get a drip of dopamine, the mm -hmm. chemical in your brain that makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. When you high five yourself, your brain does the same thing. Mm -hmm. because the action is already programmed as something that you know and do in your brain. 
The other thing that happens when you keep doing this for more than five days is you will start to feel a little jolt of energy. And Dr. Daniel Amen explained why to me too. He said, because when you raise your hand and wave at somebody, it's a positive celebration. When you raise your arms to hug somebody, it's a positive celebration. When you raise your arms, when you cross a finish line, it's a positive celebration. When you go to high five somebody and raise your arm, it's a positive celebration. When you start to do this every single morning, your nervous system is like, oh, of course, it's a positive celebration of self. And so your nervous system gives you that feel good, energizing jolt. That's why it immediately makes you feel like you're leaving the bathroom with a little bit of momentum to go face the day instead of dragging all your problems with you. It's incredible. Yeah. And I like where you say too, um, because if I was to ask myself what I need, like if I was to look in the mirror and be like, what do you need today? Like, I'd be like, just like, love me. Like, just like, be kind to me, be nice to me, like, love me. And it's like, when you start to like, be like, all right, I got you. You know, it's like, you're actually being your friend. You're, you're being, you know, how I am for my friends or like, and it's crazy that we don't, we're, we're, we're the, we're the worst with ourselves. <laughs> let me just, let me just say that. Like, she is so good at doing that for other people. Of course. Pro, I mean, by far the best. Oh, of course. I think it's now, like she said, you can do it for other people, but then doing it for yourself is so important. Nobody has trained you how. No one, nobody on the planet knows how to do this for themselves. Mm -hmm. See, we were born celebrating ourselves. You know, if you think about when your kids were really little and they saw a mirror, they'd crawl right up to it and kiss themselves. They wouldn't roll backwards and be like, look at those thighs. They're so fat. And yeah, like my son, Jace, just like he learned how to like climb up this wall and he got up from this little wall climb and he starts clapping at himself. And I was like, yeah, buddy, you did it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Aww. But what happens is, is that for many people, you grow up in a household where you're not safe or where there's mm -hmm. tremendous chaos or where you have to like start to cope in ways that make you go silent. Or what happens with everybody is we've all had the experience of taking a tray and walking into a cafeteria in elementary school and seeing a bunch of kids you want to go sit with. And then what happens is you become your own sorting hat. And as a means to protect yourself from rejection, you basically start the negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. You start to tell yourself where you belong and where you don't. You start to pick yourself apart and then say, so go over here because you don't have the jeans that they're wearing or go over there because your skin color isn't the same or go here because you don't belong there. Mm -hmm. And so that's how it begins through self-rejection. And it happens over and over and over again. And that's why there are only two reactions that people have to this. You either start doing it and you'll start crying Mm -hmm. because you'll realize how much you've longed to feel this way or more likely you're going to resist it. And this is the sad part. And this is what you were talking about just a second ago. The resistance is something that's horrible. The resistance is the fact that when you stand in front of yourself every morning in the mirror, mm -hmm. you drag with you everything from your past. You believe that because of all the things that you've survived, the abuse, the trauma, the heartbreak, the neglect, whatever it is that you've faced, that somehow that's evidence that you're unworthy or damaged mm -hmm. or broken or whatever you say. Or you take all the things that you've done that you regret, that you mm -hmm. can't forgive yourself for, that you just did because you were trying to survive, all those things you would forgive other people for, 
but you can't look yourself in the mirror and forgive yourself Mm -hmm. because you see that as evidence that you're a bad person. And then you stand there in judgment, which is why you're going to resist this. And what I'm here to say, and what I want every human being on this planet to know is that if you can drag yourself out of bed, if you can stand before the mirror and you're still breathing in spite of all that stuff, and you are still here trying another day to do just a little bit better, you not only deserve a high five, you've earned one. Mm -hmm. You need one. You know, life is a marathon. And if you ever watch a marathon, the spectators don't cross their arms and stand at mile eight and go, I'm not clapping for you till you get to the finish line. You look terrible. (laughs) Uh, You see how lame that timing was for mile five? You know, off. I'm not (laughs) think you're a runner. You shouldn't even be in this race. We don't do that. We clap and cheer just like your son and we high five them every step of the way. Mm -hmm. Why? Because the most motivating force on the planet is feeling seen, celebrated and supported. Mm -hmm. And that's what we all need every single step of the way. Mm -hmm. And there's another reason why we don't we resist this. And the reason is sad. It's because we've been trained to believe that our worth is measured by whether or not somebody else loves us. Our worth is measured by whether or not we have the followers or the right car or the right number on the scale or the right money in the bank. Or, you know, if you're not where you think you should be, that you don't deserve a high five. Mm -hmm. And so part of your healing and part of you finding your power again is going to happen when you can stand in front of that mirror And you can raise your hand and you can celebrate and support yourself exactly where you are right now. You can see a human being who's trying to heal. You can support her every step of the way. You can forgive yourself for the times that you didn't listen to yourself because you didn't know any better. And you can celebrate yourself as you wake up every day and you try to do just a little bit better. You start to do that, your relationship with yourself changes, the power that you're seeking, the validation that you deserve and need, it gets located back inside you. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you something. I don't give a when you're ready to start dating. When you are able to feel loved and seen and validated by yourself, you're not going to let any motherfucker screw around with you Mm -hmm. because you will have your own back. Mm -hmm. You will be able to listen when that wisdom rises up. You are not going to tolerate being treated with disrespect because you are respecting yourself every morning. It begins with you. Mm -hmm. And so I am so excited for you to start doing this for real because it sounds cheesy, but I am telling you, this cuts down to the deepest, most foundational thing that everybody needs. And where can everybody is, is out now on Amazon or is it coming out? Oh, it's uh, you can get it. It's in 22 languages. You can, I don't know when this is airing, but yes, you can order it right now. You can order it in multiple formats. Um, it's, it's super exciting. And I don't know if we have time to, but I want to teach you that this other thing of high-fiving your heart. You just go like this. (laughs) (laughs) Now you put your hands on the center of your chest, put them right there Uh on top of each other. You're going to take a deep breath. Do it. And then you're going to repeat these three sentences. Okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm loved. I'm loved. Uh, I'm loved. 
Why don't you say those three again? No, I'll start crying. <laughs> Go ahead. Take a deep breath and do it again. I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm loved. Now, the reason why I want you to do this right after you get out of bed is because after the last 18 months, every human being on the planet has a stressed out on edge nervous system. Mm -hmm. Your sympathetic nervous system is running on overdrive. It is impossible to learn new behavior. It is impossible to get your prefrontal cortex to be able to focus on anything when your nervous system is on edge. When your nervous system is on edge, you are also very prone to being hijacked by trauma patterns mm -hmm. because those trauma patterns are stored in your nervous system. So by saying, I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm loved, which is, if you can hear it, you can say it, it's true in that moment. Mm -hmm. And by putting your hands on your heart, you're stimulating something called your vagus nerve. Now, your vagus nerve is a treasure inside of you that you need to discover. It is the on-off switch for your on-edge, dysregulated, traumatic, stressed-out nervous system. When you simply put your hands on your heart, because the vagus nerve runs from the seat all the way through every major organ, through your vocal cords and through your head, to the top of it. When you simply put your hands here and you press against the vagus nerve and you say, I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm loved, you will come back into your body. Your stressed out nervous system will turn off and you'll turn on your calm, cool, parasympathetic nervous system. And you will start your day grounded in your body. You will start your day with a nervous system that is calm, that is regulated, that is able to then go and receive the love and the encouragement and the support that you're going to feel when you raise your hand in celebration to the woman that you see in the mirror who is showing up for yet another day on the marathon of this life, knowing that no matter what happens today, she can handle it, she can have her own back, and she's going to take this moment in her life and she's going to use it because she knows it is preparing her for something extraordinary that's coming. I mean, I'm ready to go to bed because I want to wake up well, and high-five the shit out of myself in the morning. So <laughs> I put my hands yes. over my heart. Like, I cannot thank you enough for these tools. This, I mean, that I'm going to just listen to the last five minutes, too, that you just, I mean, just just thank you for, for your light, for your light, for your, your motivation, for your tools, for your heart. It means so much. So thank you. Seriously. You're welcome. You're welcome. And, you know, I want you to know, I want to invite you to do something with us. So we're doing this free high five challenge. Mm -hmm. It's five days uh, where I'm going to give you the tools, the coaching, the community that you need to practice this stuff. Just okay. go to high five challenge.com. Great. It's free. Okay. I got you. I want you in there. <laughs> okay, I want to support you. And I believe in you. I, I do. Love you, Mel. Thank you so much. I, love I appreciate you it. Okay. We'll talk soon. Things change in a year. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yes, they do. Right. I love you, Mel. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I love you too. High five, Bye. baby. High five. <laughs> I love her. I'm going to high five you. I love how we went to like childhood traumas too. Yeah. Because that was good. That was, yeah. I'm going to re-listen to this episode. No, it was, it was deep. It was good. It was very deep and good. And now I'm going to go to bed and high five myself in the morning. Let's all try it though. I'm going to try Let's it. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm just afraid that I'm going to like break my mirror because I'm going to be like Let's overly excited about it. Like, I'm going to be like, bam. And then it's like breaks. I'll figure it out. All right, guys. Go high five. Okay, bye. <laughs>
Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.